Psalm 34. There are many sermons that could be preached from the verses of this psalm. We could do an exposition on the whole thing. Today, I'll bring you one very simple point to set the stage a little bit. One of the main benefits of having biographies in Scripture of the faithful saints are that we can identify with their circumstances to some extent. We can see the parallels with our own circumstances at times. And the goal of that, the advantage of having a biography, is that you can align your thinking and your behavior with theirs. Yes. Amen. And David is one of the greatest examples of that. So David, we know far more about on the inside and outside yes. than anyone else in all of Scripture. And so there's some practical benefit when we can connect a psalm and the timing of its writing with the events of David's life that are recorded for us. So then we have both the inside and the outside of David at the same time. So that's the case here. And just to help us believe uh, when the superscript of a psalm tells us when a psalm was written, just remember Psalm 18 being recorded in 2 Samuel and connecting the events together. So this is another example of that. The superscript of Psalm 34 is a psalm of David when he changed his behavior before Abimelech, who drove him away and he departed. So we know that that has to do with the events of 1 Samuel 21. And I will read that to you just so we can understand where we're coming from. So in 1 Samuel 21... What's happening is that David is beginning his flight from Saul. And, uh, okay, I'll start at verse 10 and read through verse 15 so you have the full stage of First Samuel 21, the event that Psalm 34 is being written about. Yes. And, by the way, as David is being taken by the Philistines, this is when Psalm 56 was written, which Nathan explained to you a few weeks ago. So please try to remember his comments at the same time. And David arose and fled that day for fear of Saul and went to Achish, the king of Gath. And the servants of Achish said unto him, Is not this David, the king of the land? Did they not sing one to another of him and dances, saying, Saul hath slain his thousands and David his ten thousands? And David laid up these words in his heart and was sore afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. And remember Psalm 56.3, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Amen. That's written at this time. And so here's what he did. And he changed his behavior before them, and feigned himself mad in their hands, and scrabbled on the doors of the gate, and let his spittle fall down upon his beard. Then Achish said unto his servants, Lo, ye see, the man is mad. Wherefore then have ye brought him to me? Have I need of madmen that he have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? And then in the next verse we find David is departing from there. So he gets away. The Lord delivers him from that, let's say, acute trial. But here's the big point. Here's the simple point that I'm going to bring to you today from Psalm 34. He was delivered from a small trial, but not for the large trial that was ongoing. The reason why he was there is because he was running from Saul. Right. And that trial doesn't end for several more chapters. Okay, here we go. 
I'll read Psalm 34 to you. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him, and delivereth them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desireth life, and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil, and do good. Seek peace, and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. That's right. Amen. Okay, so keep in mind my point that I just made to you, that David was only delivered from a very seemingly minor trial. He was in a little bit of danger with Achish. But the big problem was that he was running from Saul. And now not only can he not stay in Israel, but now he can't stay in Gath either. So he's got a big problem that's still going on, but that doesn't keep him from praising the Lord for that relatively small deliverance. So if we want to sum this up in a more succinct way, don't be afraid to celebrate small wins, even if you still have a big problem. Amen. Okay, so let me relate to you the context as far as David's life is concerned. This segment of David's life that we're talking about here. It starts in 1 Samuel 17, when David kills Goliath. This is when his problems begin. A great victory, but it wasn't more than a day or two before Saul was trying to kill him. If you read in 1 Samuel 18, that's when Saul realizes David is a threat to him, and the women are singing, David has slain his ten thousands. And Saul eyed David from that day forward. And it says, on the morrow, when David's in Saul's house, he tries to kill David. So it starts immediately, right after David kills Goliath. So that's 17. 
in chapter 18 of 1 Samuel. David's trying to kill David twice in that chapter. Chapter 19, Saul tries again with a javelin. And also in chapter 19, he's sending servants to kill David in his house. And he escapes. In chapter 20, Saul has this violent exchange with Jonathan and makes it very clear that he intends to bring about David's death. Also, that's when Jonathan and David make a covenant. Chapter 21, David gets help from Ahimelech, the priest, while fleeing from Saul. And that's also the passage we read. That's when he comes to Achish, and he's delivered from that life-threatening experience with Achish. Chapter 22, David continues fleeing. That's when Doeg the Edomite betrays the priests and gets them put to death. Chapter 23, David saves the city of Keilah from the Philistines. And then he inquires the Lord and finds out that that Keilah was going to betray him to Saul. And so he has to flee from there. So he flees to Ziph. But the Ziphites also betray David and tell Saul where he is. So that's when David finds Saul in the cave. And he could kill him, but he doesn't. So in chapter 24, that's when David passes up that opportunity to kill Saul. Saul repents and goes home. Chapter 25 is the incident with Nabal, where Nabal was in a case of great plenty, and David was in need, and Nabal doesn't help him. Chapter 26, uh, the Ziphites find David again and betray him to Saul a second time. And David passes up a second opportunity to kill Saul, while Saul is sleeping in his bed at night. Chapter 27, David flees to Gath again, but this time he makes friends with Achish. And that works out well for him at that time. Chapters 28 through 30 is when David's attempting to go to battle with the Philistines against Israel, and the Philistines won't let him and send him back to his Philistine home of Ziklag. But when he gets back to Ziklag... It's been burned down, and all his stuff and his wives have been taken captive. And that's the battle when Saul and Jonathan are killed. So you see my point that this is Psalm 34 is about, about a very small trial in David's life that he was delivered from. But it didn't stop him from praising the Lord as if he was delivered from every trouble and every fear in his life. So that's the point I want to bring to you today from Psalm 34. Celebrate small wins, even if you still have a big problem. Praise the Lord.